I'm ready, boy. Hit it! Okay. All right. We're come on, just... Josh, come on. Hit Whoa. it! Oh. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Thousand Mile <laughs> Hug. It's the Best Friends Podcast. I am Joey's best friend, Josh Heinlein. And I am Josh's best friend, Joey. This is the show that keeps you company. And Josh, I need some company right now, man. You do? You know why? Why is that, man? Because we are actually a thousand miles apart. We again. are outside of the same room. room. Man, <laughs> this is uh we we are we are holding true to our tradition, my man. We are. Uh, we're this going, is how the show going started. Back. Yeah. It's crazy. We not only are we recording in different locations, um about two hundred and fifty miles apart to be true. To be frank, to be honest hello but we are doing a thousand mile hug first and that is we are recording as we talk on the phone this is how the podcast started are you not freaking out right now (laughs) this was hold it together (laughs) when the when we contacted itunes we said we want a podcast they said do you want an epidural because we're about to birth um, an amazing damn show right and now. Then, and, and then I said, I definitely know what an epidural is. Uh, <laughs> so why don't why don't you give why don't you give Josh one and make sure he knows what it is? Joey, <clears throat> what Joey, what is an epidural? That is when you have allergies and you start to go into anaphylactic shock. Uh, so you get an epidural in your leg and it uh, opens up your sinuses. Ah, that's uh, opens up your sinuses. <laughs> I think so. Growing up, I, I, I think I might have mentioned this at one point in my in uh, in our podcast life. But my mom chalks everything up, every ailment up to sinus. Uh, sure. You know, I I could I could have stomach pains, and she goes, "Oh, it's probably sinus. Go take an ibuprofen." Uh, that could have, that doesn't I even could line have up. Vision, that right? That's what I'm saying. That medicine doesn't even add up together. I know. She said, you have sinus, take some ibuprofen. It's kind of like my big fat Greek wedding where uh, the, 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 the guy, uh, what is Joey it, Windex? Fat one. He likes <laughs> Was it Joey Fat One? Uh, I don't think he was in my big fat Greek wedding. I think oh, he's he just a big was. fat Greek. <laughs> <laughs> That's, oh, I'm sorry. You're, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, where are you right now? I am in the guest room at my mother's house. Oh, very and nice. I have kind of a makeshift like TV tray. Okay. And uh, a Wait. lovely flower duvet cover. And um and and I'm just kind of cramped in the corner uh and alone. So I could use some company as well. Hey, well, that's what we're here for. Um since you asked, I am in a B&B <laughs> in Austin. Oh, no uh, way. I'm in the loft section of this B&B. Um, okay. So if it's a little echoey, I apologize. Um, and yeah, we're actually, we're just waiting to get our keys tomorrow for our new apartment. So That's awesome. Hey, uh, no. I, I should probably have to ask you this like off the show, but um, can I like <laughs> crash with you? Oh, so who do we got on the podcast today? Well, Josh? guys, we've got uh, a we've got a guest on the show. <laughs> You're not gonna believe it. <laughs> I love that segue, by the way. <laughs> so, uh, uh, believe it or not, you've he's already been kind of on the show uh, as I would say 
the with the first guest, but not really. Sure. Um, if it, if you're a uh, if you're an all time listener of Thousand Mile Hug, which I think is only our mothers, our parents, uh, yeah, you you will recognize this voice. Uh, please give a warm welcome to the teaser himself, Andy Baxter. Oh, salutations, friend. Oh, Andy. Andy, yes, why, do hello. They, why do they call you the teaser? Uh, it, it dates back to the 80s, which is when I was alive. I think you guys were glimmers in your parents' eyes at the time. And yeah, yes. the world was slower. And okay. to tease at that juncture meant to, um, to do the voiceovers for movies. And ah. I, was, I was the teaser. I would come in and I would tease anything really. It, they were they weren't talkies <laughs> then, but they were teasies, not talkies. Yeah, they were, they were teasies. It was teasies. silent silent pictures, and I would tease the teasies as a carnival barker outside of the theaters. <laughs> now, 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 back in the eighties, yeah. uh, teasies were things you would go see with a girl you wanted to snog. Is Agreed. that right? <laughs> Is that absolutely, you, you, absolutely correct? You would I, you would you would offer her a pump on the back of your huffy, and go uh, down to the the local four four cinema. You know the four local screens. cineplex. Josh, yes. is that is that a euphemism? A pump on the back of your huffy? Hey, it could be. I was raised. <laughs> it very well a, could I, be. Josh, but I was think, raised a Christian, and we didn't give pumps on huffies until you were married. And oh, so, man. I That's guess the not... neighborhood I grew up in was just a little bit more. They were they were giving out pumps all willy nilly. Oh you gosh! See, you see, growing up, I would always ride on a Schwinn. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Schwinn. We have set Schwinn. we have uh, set the tone well. Joey is Joey, happy yeah, with himself. He is very he pleased is. with that. It is. Look, is. I I just want to I just want to set the record straight. It's very rare to have. Uh, different bike brands in your head and to un unjumble those into a very good euphemism yeah that has yeah. layers come on I totally get that i i think personally you're carrying all the load of this uh podcast on your diamondback right now you, oh, Ooh. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh i had um. a i had a jamaican friend going growing up and uh-huh. uh and if you've seen if you've seen the viral video, look at all those chickens. Uh, uh, yes, I have. we're all know, familiar. Uh, that's actually my buddy's daughter, and he would always say, "That's a goose, man." I was trying to do a bit about mongoose because that was the bike I had, but ah. I couldn't I couldn't find it quick enough. So. That's fine. That's oh yeah. Fine. yeah, yeah. Let's see. Bike brands. <laughs> you know it's not going to be a good bit when Joey says, let's see. Yeah. Right, right, you have to see. begin. Uh, you know the, the hopper, well is the run hopper dry. is empty, guys. The <laughs> hopper is empty. You're shooting blanks. Yeah. Speaking of shooting blanks, I had a buddy named Dale uh, who would shoot massive blanks. Uh, we called him Cannon Dale. There okay. it is. I'm wow. There it is. Okay. Welcome to Thousand Mile Hug. It's the worst podcast ever. Andy, do you want to? do you want to kind of describe how we know each other gosh uh trailing backwards you're gonna have to start with the entomology here i feel like uh our friendship uh has gone from zero to bubby in a very short oh, time you're you're correct well, well, and, well wait hang on hang on i'm not familiar with the uh with the bubby scale could you could you regale sure. me a little bit? zero being i know not of ye bubby being i if you needed bone marrow i would do it yeah wow 
Yeah. And it's, so it's kidney we went, level. Yeah. Kinship. We went zero to Bubby pretty quick. Uh, yeah. Heinlein Are there myself. any degrees in between zero and Bubby? Sure. Uh, com- compadre. Um, compadre is like, if you were in town, I would let you crash on my couch two nights. I'd feed you and I'd take you to the airport. Wow. Um, yeah. under, and that's just a few steps below Bubby, but mm, it is yeah. below. Gotcha. Yes. What, what was level two, Josh? It's, uh, it's like right above I know not of ye. Uh, right above <laughs> I know not of ye is uh, it's we use we call sport, sport and sport. Oh, it's because it's a little it's a little condescending. Yeah, their sport. But you're like, hey, I I hear you. I think I know your name, your first name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you want, sport? And yeah. that's <laughs> if as I if you're it, talking to a uh, seven year old. In a baseball yeah. cap that's too yeah. big for his head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just just below sport is guy. Um, <laughs> is that's just Which, the hey hey guy? What what about your relationship with Joey? Did you guys? Uh, I would say Joey's at a firm um, combubby, which is he, like he is the, at a bubby. Are you serious? That's, Andy, that's the evolution. That, yeah, it's the evolution from con- compadre to bubby, and it is it is frequenting. Uh, the Bubby zone. And if oh you called gosh. me, if you called me, Joey, and said, Andy, I'm marrowless. All of my bones <laughs> have gone avian. And they then- are hollow and they are in need of injections of marrow. I would give you marrow. No, if, the first thing you, you have to ask is pics or it or it's not real. <laughs> That's true. And yeah. I, I want to see this sunken looking joseph i it would (laughs) bird like it would look like it would look like a box of 46 crayola crayons that have been in the sun for two days that's what it would look like that's what my naked body my naked boneless body looks like man Um, i'm so into that man speaking of naked bodies can i tell you guys a story what's up so uh last night what was this 24 hours ago something like that who knows it that's how time works that's, that's how, how time works everything yesterday was 24 everything tomorrow's 24 uh and i called josh well to be fair let's back up i texted josh and i said hey we need to talk about tomorrow's episode mm-hmm. and uh he said cool when are you free and i said i don't know like an hour and a half because i was at dinner and he goes cool, and then I think two and a half hours later, Josh texted yeah. me and said, "and said just checking in." Dot dot dot. And I was like, oh, "It was crap. it was just nearly it was nearly one a.m." <laughs> and I was sitting there surfing online. I was looking at dumb uh, uh, memes or whatever, and I was like, "Oh crap! I forgot to call Josh." Anyway, uh, I had called him, and I went out onto the balcony of our B and B, and the balcony looks over the pool, and there's a lot of different complexes that look you know, over into the pool and whatever. So you can kind of see a lot of other people's uh, rooms or whatever. And I was just on the phone and Josh, you probably know the moment, but I like stopped talking and I, was I thought like, you were mad at me. And yeah. And it like kind of sounded like I was really mad at Josh. silent, really short, really silent. And it's because I had looked over to my right and there was just a nude woman. Like, <sighs> Huh. Not no clothes, no socks, even which was you know Whoa. 
No socks, no gloves, okay. no scarves, no glasses. In my experiences with naked women, I have found that that's a pretty commonplace thing, the lack of socks in their nudity. Are you really? sure? Yeah, at I- least, I mean, I'm not, uh, look, I'm no... Cyrano de Bergerac over here, but I, I <laughs> okay. feel like I definitely know who that is. I, 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 I 100% know. Who that is. know. Yeah. But I have who... definitely seen one. And see... uh, I, I've seen one naked female in mm-hmm. my, at least, and she didn't have socks on. And so I think that that was. Well, that's interesting because I. I, I you were just I taken up... aback, and that's confusing. I, that's yeah, right. Because for me, I'm used to seeing at least like the wristband, the sweatbands on the wrist. Because, because you know, if they're throwing, if they're throwing the pigskin around, they don't want to, they don't want that sweat to interfere with their throwing arm, yeah. or if they're Ben Gibbard playing <laughs> yeah, a concert, and, I guess. And nudity's hot work, you know. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. it's definitely gonna get the 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 blood temp up, which that's right. Everybody knows when your blood temperature rises, that's when you sweat. You're you're nude for a reason. That's right. Do you guys remember yeah. in like the early two thousands when the trend was? To be naked, but to have that wristband that like helped you keep balance that like a yes. lot of like forty year olds would wear and like swore by it. Yeah, yes. it was like made of made of mercury or something. That's shit, right. Right. Well, she didn't yeah. even have that. That's how oh. naked she was. Oh wow. Got and it. I was taken aback because it took me by surprise, you know. And I and I I was on this balcony and suddenly I I I had I had to do something with this. With this, you know, information mm. that I had just received mm. visually, mm-hmm. uh, and I didn't know what to do. My brain stopped because, granted, <laughs> she was in her apartment, but all of the windows were open. Her screen oh. door was open, and oh. she kept. She walking. knew exactly what she was I, doing. I see right? that this. I see that this story has taken a turn, and that this Wendy Peppercorn in question oh. was innocent <laughs> inside of her hotel room. And, and a little peeping Joe yes. was <laughs> Absolutely. scanning the horizon. Is that correct? Well, yes. And I, you know, you know, my brother, he's a minister, right? And uh, he deals with a lot of college freshmen who are budding young men and, and, and all that. And he always says the first look is not your fault because you could accidentally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this, I, I've never heard of deflection as bad as this one. Oh, but it's God. the second, the third, the fourth, even, hey, even the tenth look. And that starts to be your fault, you know. I I accidentally gazed upon a nude lady last night and uh, was taken repose. aback. And Josh heard the whole thing. I heard the whole thing, and it call. it sounded like if you've seen those old if you've seen the seen those old Betty Boop cartoons, and uh-huh. the guy's face turns into a wolf. Yeah, and it's just Auga. like. <laughs> <laughs> Joey just started making sounds, and I was like, "Are you okay? Are you mad at me? What?" I don't know. I started hitting on? myself in the head with a hammer. Yeah, and, yeah, and hooting and like birds, a, like a madman. Yeah, birds as were you do when the... you realize that the next look will be your fault. Yes, you know, exactly. You, yeah, you start abusing yourself with home appliances. <laughs> I just, I, I get that monkey wrench out and just start going to town on my toes. Yeah. Getting, oh God, it sounds awful. Uh, it's really terrible. See, I grew up a Christian and <laughs> a, a Christian, a Christian. Yes, mm-hmm. my dear. Yes, yes. Uh, yes. That is that's a horrifying visual. And hey, speaking of yeah. horrifying things, I'm so stoked oh, about this transition. Um, <laughs> I love that one. That was smooth. That was a really good segue, Josh. I'm, I'm, Thank I'm, you. I'm, yeah, uh, I'm gonna take 
this whole affirmation thing out in post because it's it's going to screw up the transition. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Andy, you're here today with a little nugget of something that we want to kind of dive into, and that's your love for horror. That's true. I All mediums of that genre, I'm a pretty big fan of. And so uh, you have, if you wish to speak on all things horrific, I am game. This is potentially turning into Joey and I's third Halloween episode. (laughs) (laughs) It very well could be. You've got some some macabre community that's just into it. We've been on the air for five months, and this is probably our third Halloween episode. This is our... This is our 23rd episode, um, uh-huh. and this is our probably going to be our third Halloween episode, and at that rate, uh, math, you know? Math, yeah. 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 I think you summed it up there. I think you summed it up. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you mentioned, like, mediums in the genre. Yeah. What are some that are kind of mainstays for you that you, you, you go back to, like, frequently? Uh, I frequent short story authors, novel authors, and films, along with comic book authors that, uh, have horror movies or have horror in their subtopics. Like if that's one of their go-tos, I pretty much know what I like in all of those worlds. And Mm. I mean, if not, I'm usually constantly reading something that is in that genre or watching something in that genre. Um, But yeah, man, I could, I could name a whole bunch of stuff in those uh, with those mediums that I love that just happen to have horror at their core. And I'm not really sure, probably because of poor parenting where I was allowed to watch whatever (laughs) I wanted to growing up. That was probably the, the birth of it, but I just sort of fell in love with uh, monster flicks early on and it never stopped. Yeah, I think I think one of the most horrific moments of my childhood was mm-hmm. watching Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Mm. Uh, oh, yeah, I know. And I know maybe maybe that's not classified as a horror film per se. Definitely but, uh, not. There was a very horrific moment where Pee Wee was in a semi truck, mm-hmm. and uh, this 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 old old lady was telling him a legend about um, Large Marge, and yeah, uh, yeah. towards the end. In fact, the very end, she turns around and her face is all claymated. And it yeah. freaked me out as a child. And I actually just got to a point maybe like <laughs> a year and a half ago where I could watch claymation again and not be uh, rattled to the bone. Yeah. yeah, Were you watching that claymation as, a, as an act of like immersion therapy? Like you wanted to be able to be free to watch claymation and so you oh, just yeah. like subjected yourself yeah. to it so you yes, get over it yes it was a, it was a long it was a long uh scary process um yeah. i couldn't play with play-doh yeah. for a long time um understandable he, like That's last right. year he invited me over he's like hey i'm gonna watch uh or we watching like nightmare before christmas or something he's like hey I'm, I'm watching this i'm trying to get over this fear of large marge and uh so i'm just gonna kind of dive in and watch this and i was like yeah i'll be there in a bit he goes i'm gonna start the movie and i was like that's fine i've you know seen the beat <laughs> so i i get over there and joey's mm-hmm. got uh, eye forceps uh yeah yes, completely yes. his eyes are wide open 100 yeah 100 true yep. looks yep. clockwork looks orange style kind yes. a clockwork orange kind of like uh uh beetlejuice with michael keaton yes, yes. yes. another and a, horror and a, classic and a young alec <laughs> baldwin 
<laughs> yes, very dapper Alec Baldwin. Love yeah. that Alec. And and, uh, and I'm just he, shaking. I'm shaking. He's shaking. You know, I tried to get over my fear of large Marge, uh, and needless to say, I think I'm over it now. But I even, you know, proposed and married a girl uh, <laughs> named Maggie. Yeah. And uh, you know, in, in hopes to get over this fear of large Marge, and I. That's a just, long game you're playing, man. Yes. That's a long. It's a, it's a life battle. It, you know? it is. It's a. It's it's an uphill climb. I'm. I go to. Uh, <laughs> stupid claymation anonymous. That's stupid. Joey, get it together. <laughs> come on. God. Come on. I thought I was going somewhere with that, and I it's wasn't. Fine. It's fine. That's fine. why you I told me friends. I could never call her Marge. I don't want to ever call her Marge. <laughs> what, at idea. what age do we get to call her Peggy? I don't know. What about Madge? Year? Give it a year. Give it a year. Do you say Mads? Uh, Madge. Oh, Matt. Ooh. Oof. <laughs> what? Well, what? She sounds like she smokes like Pall Mall 120s and has all the hot goss about town. <laughs> Madge. Hello. Come on. Come on, Madge. Come on, Madge. Um, uh, Kyle, you are. I'm sorry. Ooh. Oh, uh, man. Are we going to edit that man. out or are we going to keep Bubby, it? Yeah, I'm taking passing. that one out. I'm taking that one Bubby out. Bubby quivers and rolls down to compadre. <laughs> <laughs> don't do this to me um i was just i was emailing with him earlier anyway andy mm. baxter is my name andy yes. president andrew, andrew baxter mm. yes uh andy you live in alabama and that's true it was about uh three years ago that i decided mm -hmm. to call my friends who were into comic books and say i don't i'm not a huge superhero fan but give me some comics that you love outside of that and you gave me two mm -hmm. uh lock and key yes and uh as far as i know a single trade that's been out for ever witches yeah um that's right i read those i was i read witches uh which scares the crap out of me i know i heard uh, witches be crazy <laughs> Uh, um, I read that after we finished playing a show in in uh, Oxford, Mississippi, okay. and we were driving through what's that forest which capital near? of the South? Yes, mm. what's that like forest nearby where you live? Like, it's a, it's a huge like preserve. Actually, you probably don't want to reveal where exactly you are. But are you anyway. talking to me? I have a yeah. forest near me. I <laughs> it's like a. What's it? I live there's in like Florence, a, there, Alabama. There's and like a, there's like a highway. Like... <laughs> yeah. Wait, all right. Wait, I have What's a it? forest next to me. What the hell did that get there? I mean, there's Savannah Highway, which do, leads through trees. Do you? Um, okay, yes. <laughs> what What's the problem here? No, Jeez, I just we're you, getting somewhere, boys. A, a quick trees. aside. Do you ever go? Do you ever go to Shittown, Alabama, and just hang out in that little rose maze? I do not. I have not been to Shittown. I, I did love the pod. I thought it was great. And it was, uh, man, so many genres just yeah. stuff jammed into one single season. And that yeah. makes me so happy as a storyteller. But it was good. I've not been there. I'd like to see the Rose Maze. Um, I just haven't yet. Yeah. Um, so back to it. Um, the Forest by your house we were driving yeah. through after a show. It was like 2 or 3 a.m. And... Uh, I was reading Witches by 
like the light of the vi- the visor overhead. Yeah. And it scared me so much <laughs> as I think Joey was the one driving that night. Um, oh, wait. So I guess I, I guess there? my question. <laughs> yeah, we were playing a show. Oh, Gosh. I thought you were. Talking I guess my about, question uh, is, Andy. Uh, yes. Uh, why did you do that to me? Um, one, I Hot love seat. you. I love you. And because I love you, I want to make you strong. And oh. I feel like um, even in the smallest of ways, subjecting you to outright terror has its benefits. You will read it again and probably not be as scared. And maybe if you saw a real witch that could trap your soul inside of a tree, it would prepare you for that endeavor. So in two ways, I've made you better. You're welcome. Yeah, I'm afraid of trees nowadays. Yeah. So You guys yeah. know that uh, that I actually have seen a real witch before. No. A real witch? Yeah. It was, um, oh gosh, when was well, it? Well, there's it was a lot like, in Austin. Yeah. It was about 24 hours ago. Um, ah. I was I was on a porch. Yes, and, go and I on. To scan. Oh, the- here it is. Now, <laughs> now the- you were. This explains the binoculars. Uh huh. So this now you're saying woman, that this poor woman, I have gazed upon her naked body, and then I just call her a witch. I <laughs> now are you saying that the second. Third, fourth, and fifth looks were because you were bewitched. Is that yes, what you're saying? I, uh, I was turned into stone. <laughs> Some nudity incantation just beckoned yes. you come hither, and you couldn't uh, remove your eyes. That's what so you're, you're saying. So you're yeah. saying you you see a woman. Yes. Socks off. Now I'm gonna paraphrase, but you did just say you get got rock hard. And oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting saucy. And, this is sports talk with the boys. Oh man! And you're still the good guy in this story. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. We're gonna <laughs> tune in next week. We're gonna have a wet t-shirt contest. And no, Hooters. I don't. It's gonna be great. Ninety-five <laughs> nine, the douche. <laughs> I actually, uh, when we were on tour, uh, I actually went to Hooters for the first time in many, many years. Yeah, uh, yeah. The wings were delicious. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. It really is great. Like oh, uh, so, food yes. wise, it's pretty spectacular. I just, uh, it's been years. It's been since high yeah. school, I think. Yeah. Oh no, no. I think Kyle and I went to one one time on tour. I think I can't remember. I, I the last time I was there was probably three hours before Joey was. So <laughs> we just didn't go together. Did I you know, call we... him and be like, "Hey, man, it's for real. You gotta go." <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> Hey, Joey, all the rumors you check not gonna out. Believe it. I talked to Madge. She says it's worth <laughs> all the hip kids go. Joey, it's like it's like that scene in The Force Awakens where uh, where Han Solo is in the Millennium Falcon again, and they got the projection, and and Ray asks him like, "The Jedi, is it all real?" And he turns around, and dramatic music happens, and he goes, "It's true, all of it." Only he was talking about uh, Hooters girls. You know what I'm saying? And, uh-huh. I do. I actually yeah. followed that that I, metaphor so well. Thank I you. Was was very, you. Yeah, it was a layup. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, I think we should maybe cut to a break and then come back and... Talk and, more about uh, horror, baby. <laughs> yeah. Talk about... Yeah, baby. The, the, the scaries, you know. I'm into it. When we come back. Hey guys, Joey here. 
Uh, we're going to start calling this segment Good Words uh, because this is the show that keeps you company. And uh, so we want to talk directly to you. And um, hey, that thing you're looking at right now, whatever it is, you should go and grab it. Maybe toss it up and down like a baseball real quick. Huh? You like baseball? Baseball's fun. Man, I'm really bad at this. You know what? I'm going to pass it off to my friend, Andy. Hello, listener. (laughs) Listen up. You smell better now than every time you shit yourself as a baby. (laughs) And that's something to be proud of. And you know what? Even if you were to shit yourself right now, every single one of us would still love you. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And welcome back to Thousand Mile Hug. It's the best friends podcast that keeps you company. And we are with uh, our very special bubby, uh, President Andrew Baxter. Hi there. How are you? I'm so good. Thank you again for having me, fellas. Are you having uh, a good time? Are, are are you jazzed to be here, or are you just doing it because you know it's there's nothing else to do? Because we're be paying honest. you, my because friends, we're paying you a lot of money. No to money, be here. <laughs> no money changed hands. This is out of the extreme pleasure in my loins that I am here, and I'm glad, oh. so glad to be here, so glad. Holy, <laughs> um, is the Shakespearean use of loins, which doubles his heart. Sorry, I didn't mean my my groined. Oh, oh so, no, I, I so Shakespeare want... called his heart his loins. Yeah, yeah. like your gut, hmm. your your soul, you get it. I, I totally Did... understood what you were saying. I'm yeah. Yeah. incredibly well versed in Shakespeare. Didn't he uh, didn't he unfortunately suffer from a from a loin attack? Is yeah. that, is that what he, I heard? Yes. I think that's I think that's what did him in. Mm. Interesting. Um <laughs> I think. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Right on the Globe Theater. Pretty sure stage. that's historical. That's history. Yes. Yeah. Well, why not? That's why. That's why. If you ever go to the Globe Theater, there's that sign that says uh, "No Loins," and uh, a lot of people from Queens are like, mm. "What? I can't. Yeah. I can't bring my loins in here." My loins. Anyway, that's why if you go up to Stratford upon Avon, there's a plaque warning <laughs> any old salesman that there's no loitering. Outside. Oh boy. <laughs> hey, if you're going if you're gonna wash your loins, uh, do you go to the laundromat or uh-huh. have we milked this for all it's worth? Uh, I don't know. I don't like hearing about loins and milk. Loin milk okay. sounds gross. That's right. I, I am drinking a very tall and very lukewarm glass of milk currently, so if we can move on, because I, I oh, wanna enjoy oh, this. This Joey's milk favorite drink. <laughs> It's uh, kind of a it's kind of a light. It's like an eggshell color. It's not really right. that pure white. It's just south of Curdle. Just it's south. It's almost yeah. Listen to this, boys. Holy oh, God. God. Oh, that sounds like so a warm. jet turbine. It's so I thick. <laughs> oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Andy. Andy. Yes. My bubby. I want to know. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say, have you put in 10,000 hours of horror in your life? Yes, sir. Without a question. Uh, then I would call you the master. Um, 
I want to say as a master of horror. Um, <laughs> I think you're the only one calling me that, but happy okay. to have that title. Happy. Yes. Um, he is the only one calling me that, Andy. Just have I <laughs> want to know, what's the scariest book you've ever read? The scariest book I've ever read is uh, a series of short stories called Books of Blood, Volumes 1 through 3 by Clive mm. Barker. Mm. Okay. That is the scariest book I've ever read. Uh, is there is there a particular thing about that book that I mean I'm assuming you've read it a, a couple times maybe but I have I have something that you go back to that just like makes you get that feeling that Actually, rattles Mark. the marrow in your bones yes uh it there is there's one that there's a uh certain story in it that definitely stirs the loins a a really <laughs> shitty Wait, movie. is this the is, is this the southern loins or the more central in the chest loins? Both loins are stirred. Stirred okay. together. Good to know. Good yes. to know. Yeah. As the master of horror, both loins get stirred at the reading of <laughs> suspenseful things. Um, oh, boy. There's a story in this. I'm going to let the jokes ensue after I say this title called The Midnight Meat Train. Mm. And yeah, I don't uh, have any jokes for that. I have yeah. nothing. I've got nothing. Got nothing. I got nothing. Just blank slate. No low hanging fruit there. <laughs> a really, really <laughs> shitty movie was made of it a few years ago. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Bradley Cooper is in it. Oh, he is. Yeah, yeah. Bradley Cooper is in a movie, and uh, it's it's about the story from Books of Blood. <laughs> And it's one of those stories that you think you're going in one direction like the entire time, and then it veers so hard left in the past in the last four pages, and it scares me every single the meat, time. The midnight meat train veers left. Yes, it veers okay. hard left into a tunnel of unknowedness. And oh uh, boy, if you read the midnight meat train as it veers into the tunnel, you will it will move you, and your loins will be stirred. See, I don't have any jokes for this. Nope, not one. Not a single, not a single laugh comes to mind. I Mm-mm. milk. Oh. Um, what? What are you guys? Gross. <laughs> can I? Can I ask both of you a question? Just sure. What's that? I just sure. want to ask both of you a question, like lightning round. Okay. Okay. All right. What's here we go. The, what's the scariest movie you've ever seen? Both of you. Josh, you first. Um, now it also depends on age. Sure. I would say the, one of the first movies that kept me up for weeks because I saw it when I was like 13, 12 or 13 was, um, the grudge. Okay. Got it. It was was scary, but I will say one that still gets me and I I don't know. It's just more real is the strangers. Oh man. Ooh. Yeah. The strangers gets me. That's definitely the one with uh, Liv Tyler, Liv, where, Liv where Tyler, Mama yeah. Mama tried is on the record player that keeps skipping. Mm-hmm. Oh God, that's so good. Oh yeah, yeah, that is iconic, and it's yes. awesome that that was made in the past, uh, uh, like two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. Joey, what about you? Uh, gosh, so many, you know. Um, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna give two answers. Okay. Uh, because I want to explore one of them a little more. Okay, please. Uh, the Shining, the first time I saw it, probably was the scariest movie I've seen the Woo. first time. It's just, a good one. Just all around because it's like it was disturbing. Like I can't remember a movie uh, that has like made me shiver as much. 
Yeah, like, yeah. You, you know, you feel like the anxious body or whatever happening to you. Uh, honestly, up until pretty recently, I saw Annihilation. Oh, okay. All right. Andy, are you familiar? Yeah. Are you familiar with Annihilation? Uh, only with the book. Uh, okay. I, so the book, it's trilogy really is, similar. Yeah, that's from what I understand. They're totally different. Um, not totally, but the movie was like a weird fusion of books one, two, and three. From what I understand. Yeah. Yeah. It um, I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that it took me by surprise. I thought I was just going in, and I thought I was going to be watching like a good old fashioned shoot 'em up alien movie, you know? Um, okay. Okay. But my God, there are there are some elements in that film that like I had to like deal with after the movie, you know? I had to like oh, kind of get alone and be like, what did I just? Oh God, what did I just see? Um, there's a, and if you haven't seen it, I don't want to ruin it, but there's a specific monster that happens because the whole premise of the movie, and I'm sure the book is the, is the same way that, um, you know, there's this shimmer that happens and anything inside the shimmer gets refracted off of itself and, uh, it gets like jumbled and then reorganized, uh, Mm -hmm. including DNA, Right. Uh, and time and all that stuff. So, um, just the horror that kind of comes out of that. Some of it is very beautiful but a lot of it is very horrific and that is probably one of the scariest things i've seen in a really long time but also beautiful i don't know it was cool i highly recommend it man you're totally selling this movie super well like anything that that is uh like this huge amalgam of genres i'm so into and if you're able to leave a theater and say i was emotionally disturbed visually disturbed i found it beautiful i just makes me want to see it immediately oh you really should see it there, there's like no words in the last like 15 minutes of the film, which I also like. It's Ooh, all yeah. visual. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Yeah. All right, um, I'm into that. I'm into that. There, there's yeah. a particular thing that scared me, and uh, the same thing that Joey's talking about, but it harkens back to if anyone's ever seen Full Metal Alchemist. Yes. Uh, they had the Philosopher's Stone, and uh, there's a thing that you're not supposed to do called human transmutation. Mm-hmm. And all I'm going to offer just to not spoil anything, is the Nina character in that show. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Nina. Is, uh, and what, what did they call her? Uh, it was oh, a certain, Twinkle Toes. No, it was no, a certain no, name. No Recuerdo. Can't remember. Uh, but <laughs> old, just, uh, old Poop just and Scoop. scared me. Old, po- old <laughs> Nina Poop and Scoot. I think old that was it. Poop and Scoop herself. She no. was a chimera. That's what it was. <laughs> Oh, not to be confused with the Mission Impossible 3 uh, deadly virus that Tom Cruise had to stop. Ah. (laughs) All right, Andy, I got a question for you. Shoot it. Uh, What is your favorite monster Mm -hmm. in the horror genre? What's been your favorite horror monster? Because you mentioned earlier you like like scary monster movies. What's your... Yeah. What is it? Man, in terms of monster, which I think that there's a different section so there's like monsters and then there's um what we'll lovingly refer to as slashers so like oh yeah freddy freddy michael myers jason Voorhees, they all go in one category and then there's just straight up monsters and Mm -hmm. slash from guns and roses yes yes slash (laughs) who's also a monster not to be confused monster at shredding monster at his craft not to be confused with masters of horror like myself, but monsters. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. So monsters, I would say it's a two-way tie. 
There's this movie a few years ago about spelunking, and it was a group of girls that were going on this, uh, like, getting back together. We haven't seen each other since college cave diving trip. And they're oh, all like, yeah. they're all like extreme athletes, and it's called The Descent. And there is yeah. creatures, monsters, if you will, inside of that movie that are terrifying. Such good monsters in that one. And uh, the two-way tie is that and this old movie with a guy named uh, Lance Henriksen called Pumpkinhead. Does anybody remember <sighs> Pumpkinhead? Yes, I remember. I Hang on. One of the, one, That's what? what my parents used to call me when I was a kid. Well, they thought you <laughs> no, were a they monster. Ca- they so. called you Toehead. <laughs> they called me Pumpkinhead, Toehead, all sorts um, of head. I One of the scariest things and bravest things I ever did as a boy was walk down the horror aisle at Blockbuster Video. Oh, yeah. Um, Terrifying stuff going on, man. uh, The Jack Frost film that I accidentally purchased instead of the Michael Keaton one. Again, That's a mistake you only make once. It was a mistake you make once. Um, because <laughs> because it's such a I, I niche market mistake. That's I don't know right. if you'll remember this, but the cover was holographic. I do remember. Yep, it was, uh, so one side he's smiling. I guess I just picked it up. And then when I got home, he was not smiling on the cover. And, uh, <laughs> you know, some stuff happened. But what I love about going through the Blockbuster Video horror aisle mm-hmm. is is the, and they still do it on posters today, is just the one, the Really, really cheesy one-liner. Oh on, yeah, <laughs> on the box. Oh yeah. Can I'll you remember the one from Pumpkinhead? Yeah, for Pumpkinhead. I don't remember the one for Pumpkinhead, but I totally know what you're talking about, and I think it's a special kind of writer that can come up with such things. I feel like you two would be really, really good at it. Oh well, thank you. I just yeah. out of, just out of morbid curiosity, if you'd be willing to try and exercise, what what if I gave you like? A, a really rapid, quick plot of a horror movie, and you guys gave me the tagline for it. Okay. Are that you going to also good. hit the title at the end? Yeah, I'm going to give you the title okay. at the end. Okay. Uh, first one's first. Uh, Josh, this is for you. Okay. Uh, abandoned cabin, uh, backwards inbred family. They're coming for a pack of teenagers that are going on spring break trip. It's called This Woods for You. <laughs> Ooh, I got one for that one. No, no, no. it's uh, called Splinter. 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 Yes. Splint, it's, okay, here it is. Splinter. <laughs> the creaks laughing. in the floorboards are because I'm doing my sister. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 10 out of 10 would see. 10 out of 10. Okay, good. Okay. All right, Joey, are you ready? Wait, wait, wait. wait. My, mine for that movie would have been... Oh, yeah. uh, okay, Splinter. These aren't your daddy's Lincoln Logs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well done. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. Um, Joey, setting is Antar- Antarctica. Uh-huh. Turn of the century. There is a... An Inuit tribe, one of the last of its kind, all the babies are being stolen. Every infant is being taken by this Wendigo. The creature is taking the infant children. The title of the film is Sub-Zero. Tagline, please. (laughs) Sub-Zero. That's not cherry syrup in your snow cone. 
Oh, oh, buddy. Oh, what? God. We're talking about. Oh, you're, you're going to give me crap for that. Come on. <laughs> Wendigo's taking kids, boiling them, making syrup for their stuff. God, get out of here. I'm done with this podcast. Sick of it. I, I think this leads us to the inevitable, and that's that we need to create our own horror film right on the show right now. <laughs> I'm into it. I think it's. I think that's the logical next step. Really. Um, I will say real quick, uh, in high school as a job, I worked at a haunted hotel, scaring people. That's Uh, amazing. Yeah. And then this year I, or last year, uh, I'm also one of my jobs. If you guys want to know is I'm a writer. I contribute pieces to certain publications and, uh, do five one two, the local Austin publication sent me out to a backwoods town of Smithville to mm-hmm. review a haunted house Ooh. and I recorded audio of it and I might put it right here. <laughs> anyway. Nice. That was awesome. That, that was, was really, really good. Really good. Do, you see how, do you see how not scared I was? How shrill you yelped is really surprising to me. <laughs> yeah. So I want to, I want to get the whole thing. <laughs> uh, I want, I want to get the whole thing out, but, I feel like first we need a setting. Yeah. Really, really quickly, place? Josh, before we proceed, um, we were looking for earlier Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero. Go get me a cold one, baby. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Dang it. Just saying. Just <laughs> that saying. was good. Just saying. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sorry. What do Watch we need to start this? Watch out for bears when you go to the icebox. <laughs> He's still trying, huh? I'm still trying. He's, he's still over there cherry, swinging and missing. Sub Zero, cherry, cherry, snow cones, and and bears. Sub Zero, sub Sub Zero, get Michael over Bay. here. Was that the right guy no, from Mortal Kombat? No. That <laughs> 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 got me. All right, Josh. What do we need to start the movie? We we need a setting. I'll tell you, I really like uh, abandoned hospitals. Ooh, okay. That always yeah. like freaks me out. I like it. Um, we can play a lot there. Here's here's kind of the bulk of horror films and how they why there are so many different subgenres is the archetype of character. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give you the six top. Uh, this is kind of teen slasher uh, archetypes. Okay. We've got we've got the jock. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Uh, we've got the cheerleader. Uh-huh. Of course. Is is we she got, dating the jock? Probably. Yes, yes, they are. Okay. Almost Good. definitely. We've got uh, the stoner. Yes. We've mm. got the minority. Mm. Hot take. <laughs> Wait a second. I, Hot take. I'm reading this from a list on the internet, so no one... I think no you one, might be reading the description for a Scooby-Doo movie. You may be right. Or Cabin uh, in the Woods, possibly. La- and two left, we've got the nice, quiet guy. Okay. And we've got the virgin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Obviously, the jock and cheerleader together and the nice guy and the virgin are kind of the, probably our main characters. Right. Here. And mm-hmm. they kind of have like this, I like you, but we haven't like talked about it yet kind of unspoken thing. tryst if you will. maybe this maybe this weekend or maybe this whole event is going to push us closer together yeah Ooh, hopefully if yeah. we're lucky 
Yeah, if the uh, viewer is lucky. But so how do we integrate this into the hospital? Well, what's their mm. task? This 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 band, this fellowship of the hospital, why are they going to the hospital? It could be that there's local folklore that says it's haunted. And so the jock says, I have a cool idea. Why don't we camp out in it? It's spring break this weekend. We've got time off. We could all go and camp out and prove that this is all bullshit and have a good scary time. Yeah. I like it. I like yeah. it. Yeah. That's, I'm into it's it. funny. Um, me and two buddies, my senior year of high school, um, very not you know, not trying to hurt anybody, but we would, we'd do some B and E's every now and then. Um, hey, I'm staying, at a, I'm, I'm staying at an Airbnb right now, actually. Oh, you are. Yeah. Did, wait, did you say B and B or B and E? Like uh, a waffle &E. house, like bacon and eggs. <laughs> <laughs> you would do bacon and eggs at waffle house. I don't, I, don't I would, get it. I don't, uh, but there was this, we got word that they were going to tear down one of the hospitals in town. And we were like, it was scheduled to be torn down in like two weeks. And we were like, Oh, let's just go in there and like walk around. Yeah, uh -huh. and so just walk and so, around, uh -huh. and we did eating breakfast food. We did That's right. eating breakfast food, and uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, actually, one of our mutual friends, Colin, uh, him and I were him and I were there, and we were just everything had been like thrown around, and it looked completely crazy. We didn't have, I think we had a flashlight, but this was. Uh, I mean, obviously the batteries were dying. You know the whole shtick. I, I think it's so I, uh, I think it's an flashlight. I think it's an oh. flashlight. Yeah. Oh, okay. Had an flashlight. Yeah, I think you're <laughs> and, right. And flashlight. That sounds right. That sounds you brought right. with you and flashlight. Thank you, thank you. Um, <laughs> anyway, the the whole point of the story is that uh, I went into one of the abandoned rooms and found a still cold, still condensating Gatorade. Mm. <gasps> on the table and then Stay someone was in there with us hydrated i thought you were gonna say cadaver and i was really excited actually that could be the first incident in our film is there's still a cadaver in this abandoned hospital interesting like a fresh cadaver a fresh cadaver yeah like and a fresh cadaver and they've got to get it to the mortician before something bad happens can can the what? uh kid can the guy who has a crush on the virgin, uh, like the nice guy, can his dad be the mortician? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. He has so to he be. like kind of yeah. knows the family business a little bit. So he he goes up to the body and he's like, "This body's still 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 warm. What's uh -huh. happening?" Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. How how uh, old is this nice guy character you're I'm, I'm, betraying right now? I'm thirteen. Thirteen. Oh, wow. This is very young. Very. Oh, young. Yes. How Our old cast is, is very young. Has, yeah, how old are his cohorts in this? Uh, I want to say they're like 14, 15. You know? okay. okay, so he's the nice kid is the uh, heart of gold type, very kind, hangs around yeah. with the local kids because, you know, they live in a cul-de-sac together, and so they're all sort of by proximity friends. Right, yeah. I'm about it. I'm about it. Yeah. Can this, just, just a spitball in here, shooting from the hip, can... There be evidence of like a dead rabbit and a top hat and a wand near the body, and can the, can a joke be made somewhere along the lines of abracadaver at some point? Yes, yes. We found the name of the movie. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Abra um, abracadaver. Say the magic word. 
Absolutely. <laughs> pull a murder out want, the hat. Do we want anybody to die in this movie? Oh. Or is, or is this like a psychological thriller? I mean, I feel like somebody should die. Okay. I feel like there needs to be some death. There needs to be real stakes. Yeah. There has what, to be. What if you find out? It just it could be that one of them dies. Maybe it's the jock that you think is totally one dimensional the whole time, but then you find out that he secretly is into magic, and it's yes. actually like his body, and it's literally their his ghost that's been their friend for years now. That that uh, that makes it very transcendental. <laughs> makes it pretty meta. Isn't that I the isn't that the annihilation plot? Isn't that what? Is actually goes on in that film. It is. Yes. There's a there's a jock. To my uh, knowledge, at least. To my knowledge. People, that's, that's what that's how you read it. He's the least suspected character. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so who do you think should die, Josh? I think that Oh boy. Josh, you never mind. I can't I'm not <laughs> no. Mind. I'm gonna go uh I'm gonna go with Stoner. Ah, because yeah. he's, he's penalty for drug use. I don't yes. feel I don't feel healthy even now that I know that they're fourteen and fifteen. I don't feel healthy saying anyone should. That's right. Yeah, um, you know, because because it's pretty dark. I'm not God. It's pretty. Right. Dark. I was raised I was raised a Christian. Yeah, really quickly. <laughs> if they were older, that? does that mean you're okay with being God? Or I'm just just trying to figure it out. I'm just saying I'm not him. If uh-huh. if the job became available, <laughs> right? Like. I'm you, I'm sending in my res like yeah. the uh, like the cult classic Bruce Almighty. Is that yeah, kind of right. where we're heading? Right. Um, is there yeah. is there some way to bring the plot of Bruce Almighty into the, into uh, Abracadaver? He didn't. Oh, say I'm sure words. there is. I think absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. I, I think, think he does yeah. the thing what, that he does with Evan, uh, played by Steve Carell. Mm. Uh, mm. But he does it. He does. He does it with Sequel. the cadaver. He does. He no no no. He he he. Okay, so the magician does it uh, to like a victim, and that's how he kills them. Oh, is he? So the whole time he's ventriloquizing. Yes, he's that's va- definitely van- that word. Ventriloquizing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, these poor people, and he does like the like the gibberish uh, until the the back of their head falls off. And it, oh my like, god! Oh, that is know. awful. That is awful. Oh my god! Here, look, look, we're talking about horror. This is the second time that's, that that's very <laughs> I go too for far. This kids film right. that we're trying to create. Um, here's here's some char- here's some B characters that are, in my opinion, essential okay. for a good horror film. Uh, you can't forget Act One, the creepy gas station attendant yeah the guy that tries to warn you not to go to the amityville hospital yes Mm. he can he can warn you by saying hey i'm trying to warn you not to go Mm -hmm. or he can just look at you without saying a word you drop a fiver down for your paul malls and get Mm -hmm. out of there and he spits chewing tobacco on your boot without without breaking eye contact yes um yes we got an. We got, here's another character. We've got uh, what I'm calling the proud one, and the proud mm. one shows up in Act Two, and it's one of our characters. I'm gonna say the jock or the stoner mm. who mm. has been bitten or has been intimate already with the horror, but ah. hasn't told anybody else. 
Gotcha. I thought you were going to so say he, the cheerleader. So he suspects. <laughs> yes. He sus- he or she suspects that there is foul play. Yeah. Or he he's already been involved in it by oh. maybe going outside to take a leak and you know has an encounter but doesn't reveal that information to anybody else because right. he's embarrassed. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That he had to pee. Cuz that's embarrassing, yeah. right? It's true. Yeah. Uh, I like then, I, I I like the side characters um that you only see at the beginning of the film uh and it's everyone's parents and they are just grown-up versions of the kids. I always think yeah. that's yeah. fun. You know. Yeah, I like so that. like like the uh like the virgin you know, she's this way or that way. The parents are just like that, only exaggerated. And the parents are also uh, virgins. The yeah. parents are also virgins. Uh, yeah, she was born by divine, uh, non-normal sex ways. Yeah, I was also thinking that uh, that the, the the good boy's dad, who's a mortician, could be played by Eugene Levy. I think that's great. excellent. I think that's excellent. great. Yeah, I think in a. Uh, in a weird twist, why don't we make the the Watcher or the Warner be played by Jason Statham? <laughs> Jason Statham. Wow. <laughs> yeah. The that, transporter is the one that warns you. That's what I think. The trans I, I, Warner. That yeah. could be really great. Yeah. Here, here's <laughs> yeah. a here. Here's kind of a here's a character no one thinks about, but I do because I'm always thinking. Always. Um, Head on a swivel. <laughs> Head on a swivel. Uh, the first scare, the first scare of the movie, the wind. It's always Ooh. the wind. You the see, wind the wind was... is a character. It mm. is just innocuous, mm. but it's, an, it's innocuous. It, it might shut the screen door, and then yeah. that scares uh, Jamie Lee Curtis over to that door, and then behind her, we got Michael Myers going into the bathroom to take a leak or uh, something you know what something, i mean like something yeah something. just just to kind of get him around yeah that's right we got first scared oh the wind. you know what we have to have one of those moments where uh one of the characters recognizes that this is a funny haha everybody else is spooked but him and so he goes outside the window and like makes a lot of noise on the window and does a jump scare like outside the bathroom yes. like they always try and scare somebody else inside the house you know what i'm saying do it Oh yeah, it's the the boy who cried wolf yes. scenario. Yes, fake yeah. scare. I'm into the that big fake scare. The boy who cried wind. The boy who broke wind. There it the is. The boy oh. who broke wind. Definitely, um, that's horrifying. How does our how does our film kind of conclude? Uh, with the power of magic, I mean, we, we've already established that there's both horror, a supernatural element, possibly a time loop. We don't know, but definitely uh, instances of magic. So, how does magic close the deal? I feel like you start with magic, you got to end with magic. Definitely, that's just a rule. Yeah, I think um, I think the only way you can defeat magic is by a different subgenre of magic. Mm. Um, and you know, you know who I'm talking about exactly. I don't even need to say his name, but I will. Chris Angel, Mind Freak. I heard that. Um, mm. I think this. I think this movie needs to be Mind Freaked. I mean, I Chris Angel is really your hidden protagonist. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Uh, but when does he show up in the film? What if, like, he's in his reflection appears throughout? Like he's always with them, always watching, and you think that he's the evil because you see him in the old busted out medicine cabinet glass 
but it's really yeah. not. He's actually protecting the children's. He's there. <laughs> the children's. He's, he's constantly walking through walls because he's done that. Yeah. He's portraying. Constantly levitating. Constantly mm-hmm. levitating. He's he's above camera view all times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Potentially, he's our gas station attendant in Act One. Oh, potentially. Like he, you know, Chris Angel rips off a Jason Statham mask, and you find out that it's been him the whole time. And we've been mind freaked all along. I'm about double, to freak your minds. A double mind freak. <laughs> a double mind freak, if you will. Yeah. What's this? I'm a mind freak. It's my Jason Statham impression. It's not. Yeah. I'm, I'm still working on it. I mean, like using the time loop, you could find out at the end that the Virgin is Chris Angel. That's true because. If I'm being honest, if we're being honest, he probably is. Can he also he also exists outside of gender? He's more powerful than gender lines. And so I feel like yeah. like who knows? Chris Angel is Chris Angel, which is his own thing. And I think that that's I support that. Yeah. He's one of the only people that can spell his name with two S's. Mm. Um Chris Does he really? I don't know why he? that made me so mad. Did, did, did. Or maybe maybe he spells it without an H. Either way, he's not. He has more power over words, which is a big thing. Yeah. I don't know about you, but words enslave me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I think his I think his actual last name is Sangel, and oh, his first it? name is just Chris. I think <laughs> oh. I think. It, it, wait, I, is Chris short for Chris? Christopher? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I think it's Chris Angel. It's just Chris. the emphasis has been uh, put wrongly for so many right. years now. Yeah, Mister Angel, society, is a, you know, is society a makes yes. us put emphasis on the wrong part of the word. Heard. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Oh man, I, and I, I like credit, this movie. Credits like roll? Movie or is that? Yeah, yeah. we just. All right, we got to send yeah, it off to studios. So the last line. Mr. Sangel says, I was the virgin all along. And then Superstitious Black. by Stevie Wonder comes in. <laughs> and he, he, keeps, he keeps eye focus with the camera, breaks fourth wall, and the pan out is so slow it lasts the entire length of Superstitious. Yes. On the wall. And then there's no credits music. No. A title but, uh, placard, abracadaver. Yeah. yeah. Bonus Boys, footage. Film. Bonus footage at the end. Chris Angel's doing a uh, a routine, a stand up uh, magic oh routine. Yeah, not comedy. Stand up right. magic, uh, or ventriloquism with the old cadaver that you found in Act One. Oh my God! Ventriloquizing. And then Nick Fury shows up <laughs> and says, <laughs> "It's time." <laughs> Just that. Just that. It's time. Oh, I like it. Man. Cut, um, print, copy, paste. I love it. Guys, I think that's our episode. I think it is. And uh pretty good. I couldn't I couldn't be more thrilled with it. Uh a little nervous about some of the things I said, but <laughs> uh, when aren't you, Josh? We're all a little that's nervous very about the true. things we say. That's very yeah, true. Totally. Um Andy, is there anything that you're doing right now that you want listeners to know about? Um, any projects you got going on or 
Anything like that? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I'm writing a book of short stories, a book of poetry, and uh, hopefully in the next year and a half, they'll get a chance to also read it and find it somewhere. If it's just yeah. online, so be it. But it should be done mm. in the next year. Are they going to be I horror like related or just sort of not? Some of them. Some of them for cool. sure. The poetry, not so much. But the, um, although there is horror poetry. But the stuff that I'm writing in the short story world, some of it for sure goes there. I'm Poor. pumped about it. Yeah, I've been, uh, uh, Andy and I have kind of had this uh, thing where we've traded bodies of work we've been we've been doing for the past two, maybe almost three years now. So yeah. I've, gotten, I've gotten to read a couple of the short stories and uh, I'm a fan. I'm actually really excited to see this thing have legs. So Thanks, man. Me too. Yeah. I really do appreciate you guys having me on. Thanks so much. Hey, thank you, Andy. Anytime. It's been a blast. I love it. Um, Yeah. We're on on Twitter, at Thousand Mile Hug. We're on Instagram, at Thousand Mile Hug. Email us questions, comments, concerns at thousandmilehug at gmail.com. Go listen to Penny and Sparrow. That's the band that Andy is in. It's really good music to sip whiskey to and kiss a loved one to. Many thanks. Yeah. Uh... I agree with everything Joey said. <laughs> <laughs> well, now this is pretty interesting because we typically end the show by saying bye, Josh, bye, bye, Joey, whatever, and it's like we're hanging up a phone, but we're actually going to be sort of hanging up a phone hanging call. This up. is going to be this is going to be revolutionary. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. Uh, Andy, any last words? I love you both. I extend all of you uh, a, a thousand mile hug. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Andy. Oh, we love you too. Bye, Bubby. Bye, Bubbies. Bye, Bubbies. Bye, Bubbies.